Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Acknowledgement and encouragement are important. We need to acknowledge where we are in Christian maturity, and if we're leaders, we need to acknowledge where others are. Hopefully, there are many positives. We also need to encourage. We encourage ourselves and others to continue doing right, and we encourage correction where necessary, all the while remembering that we're not the judge. Today on Drawing Near, we see acknowledgement and encouragement in action. Let's take our Bibles and turn to Hebrews chapter 6 and study, Confident of Better Things. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we are so grateful for your blessings and your mercy in our lives. We're thankful for your warnings that let us know what await those who are not faithful in serving you. But we're also thankful for all of your promises, all of your encouragements. Father, you're patient with us, and we're thankful for that. We should never forget that we are sinners, saved by grace, and that we are sustained by your grace as well. Help us to walk in faith. Help us to live confidently, boldly, because we have your grace in our lives, your mercy that covers us. And Father, we pray that we would always be thankful, grateful. Guide us in this time of study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. If you've been following along in our study, especially the last few studies, you know that Hebrews has been a very challenging letter regarding how we are to walk by faith before God, being faithful, entering His rest, growing to maturity, not falling away. These things have been emphasized, and sometimes when we get steady doses of this kind of a message, we become a little dull in our hearing, or we become a little distressed over what we're hearing. Praise the Lord, that's not the only thing the Bible contains. Those things are important. But when we come to Hebrews chapter 6, verse 9, we see some positive things that come out of all of this. Let's look at verse 9 and following. But beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. Yes, things that accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. These are important words. What the writer of Hebrews has been saying, very important. We need to be pressing on. We need to be following faithfully. We need to be walking before God faithfully. We need to be careful of not falling away. All of these things are important. But the writer of Hebrews says in verse 9, But beloved, he's acknowledging them as the beloved of God, not his beloved, but the beloved of God as believers, we are confident of better things concerning you. We need to know that with all the hard things that Paul says to the church at Corinth, or this writer says to Hebrews, or that we hear in Galatians as Paul addresses their challenge not to fall away from the faith or not to trust in circumcision rather than in Jesus Christ, these people who are receiving these letters, their salvation is never questioned. That's not for us to do. That's for the Lord. But rather, these warnings are to encourage them 
to remain faithful, to push forward. And so the writer here says, but beloved, how tender, how compassionate are those words. We are confident of better things concerning you. We are confident of better things than the Israelites who did not enter God's rest. We are confident of of your maturity going forward and you embracing the meat of God's word. We're confident of your faithfulness. We're confident of better things concerning you. You see, sometimes when we hear these challenging, ominous words in Scripture, they're desired to remind us of what awaits those who are sinful or lazy. That doesn't mean we are sinful and lazy in these areas. And so he goes on and says in verse 9, we're confident of better things. Yes, things that accompany salvation, even though we speak in this manner. The things that they're confident in is not their salvation. The writer hasn't questioned their salvation. What he's saying is we're confident of the things that accompany salvation. There are behaviors. There are patterns. There is growth. There's faithfulness that needs to accompany our salvation. When we are saved, we receive that gift of salvation by grace, but we also receive those things that accompany our salvation by grace as well. We need to, by faith, accept the grace of God and by faith, live out those things that accompany salvation. And praise the Lord. The writer here is confident of better things, things that accompany salvation, even though he has spoke these warnings to them. In verse 10, it says, For God is not unjust to forget your work. God's not just focused on our failings. God is just. And as a just God, he not only acknowledges what's wrong in our lives, but he acknowledges what's right. God is not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love. That's what accompanies salvation, work and love. And that love is done in our work. It's a labor of love. And he says, God is not unjust. He doesn't forget your work and labor and love, which you have shown toward his name. These individuals have been doing some things right. What have they done right? It goes on and says, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. They care for one another. They serve one another. In verse 11, we see, he says, and we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. You've been doing good. What we're trying to do is encouraging you. We desire to see you keep doing this. Show the same diligence that you have been showing and do that with the full assurance of hope until the end. We want you to have confidence in your salvation and having confidence in your salvation is knowing what God has done, but also know that you are doing the works that accompany salvation. And we want you to do that to the end. That's the idea here. In verse 12, he says that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. It is easy as a believer to become sluggish or lazy. It's easy to ease off, to back down. The word of God challenges us to press toward the mark, to continue going forward. It's not very difficult to let the things of this world cloud our judgment, get in our way. We are to imitate those who through faith, faith in Jesus Christ, faith in following Jesus Christ, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. 
I think those words are important. Yes, we need to imitate those who through faith inherit the promises, who lived out their faith, but also who through patience inherit the promises. It's simple to do something for a short while. If we got saved and had to serve the Lord for a few months, and then we went on to be with the Lord in heaven, that's not very difficult. But when we get saved and we have years or maybe decades of service, we need to faithfully and patiently continue to serve. Our flesh doesn't like that. The world resists it. We get to know people, and sometimes we don't like what we see, and it becomes more difficult. Receive the encouragement from God. One, if you've trusted in Christ as your Savior, be confident in your salvation, but then work out your salvation. Do those things that accompany salvation. It will bring an assurance of hope in your own heart and life. It will set an example for others. You'll become one of those individuals that others need to imitate, who through faith and patience inherit the promise. And you will be rewarded. God will not forget the good works that you do and the labor of love. We need to minister to one another. That is brought up over and over again in the New Testament as one of those things that accompany salvation. We need to love others as ourselves. But we also need to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Father, thank you for these words. I pray, Father, that you'll help us to work them out, to reason them out in our mind, that we may understand their place in the whole scheme of your word. From the very beginning, Father, your desire was for your people to know you, to worship you, to walk with you, and to serve you, to obey you. Help us to trust in you, to have faith in you, to the level that we need to, so that we can do those things that accompany salvation. And thank you for these encouraging words. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.